Hello and welcome to Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction brought to you by the Modular Building Institute. Welcome everyone. My name is John McMullen. I'm the marketing director here at MBI. Today I'm talking with Jevin Benman, partner in Minneapolis-based Maslin LLP. Jevin is here to talk about the ins and outs of properly insuring off-site construction projects. Jevin, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, John. That's my pleasure. Tell me about yourself. Uh, Jevin, what's your background and, and what got you interested in the off-site construction industry? So I've been an attorney at the Maslin Law Firm in Minneapolis for about 10 years, and I have a, a general litigation practice helping uh, businesses with their disputes um, and lawsuits. And um, as part of that practice, I focused on construction and in particular insurance coverage issues. So, so our firm helps clients to file claims for insurance coverage and then file lawsuits against insurance companies if necessary. You know, in the construction industry, insurance is, is such an essential component because there's so many different moving parts. So unlike insuring a, a painting on your wall, which just sits there, you have uh, all sorts of activities going on in the construction site. And modular and offsite construction adds another wave of complexity because a lot of the work is done outside of the uh, project site in areas that may or may not have insurance coverage. So, you know, we've been seeing the numbers and the, the uh, extent to which modular construction is becoming a bigger and bigger part of the overall construction scene. Insurance is still catching up to that and trying to figure out what products make sense. So it's a really exciting and new area for insurance coverage litigators like myself. And before we get any uh, deeper into this, I was hoping you could uh, give me a, a quick primer uh, on a couple of terms. I've been reading the materials you gave me uh, before the show, uh, which we can link to, of course, later on, on uh, MBI's website. But for those who haven't read that or anything else pertaining really to insurance, and for people who struggle with insurance terms like myself, uh, I was wondering we could go through a couple of things and you could tell me what they mean specifically when it comes uh, to offsite construction. Sure. Awesome. So covered property, how is, how is covered property and offsite construction different than uh, traditional construction projects? So in your, in your typical insurance policy for construction projects, um, you're going to have a definition of the covered property. And that's essentially the, the, the property that applies to the, to the insurance policy. So if the loss occurs at the covered property, then the loss will be covered, assuming that it meets the other requirements. Typically, that's going to be the project site and maybe some surrounding areas. You might have a laydown yard or some other ancillary spots. The difficulty that comes with off-site construction is that you have entire units that are being constructed potentially hundreds of miles away, maybe in a different state even. Absent uh, some manuscript edits to the policy, those are not going to be covered by your traditional insurance policies, such as a builder's risk policy or a general uh, liability policy until those products arrive at the site. And that creates, because of the expense that uh, those products or the, the, the cost of those products before they arrive at the site, it creates a significant risk for the owner and the general contractor that they would have a loss before those items arrive on site and are covered by their insurance. Okay. So I got another one for you. Goods and services. Uh, there seems to be some confusion about uh, these given the nature of offsite construction and project delivery. Uh, how do you typically explain this? 
essentially goods are something that a person makes and services are something that a person does. So in terms of construction, goods might be two by fours and drywall and services are the framing contractor building a wall. Offsite construction blurs the lines between goods and services because what is ultimately de delivered is an entire unit. So for example, if we're building a, an apartment complex, you might deliver an entire apartment that is ready to be hooked up to gas, water, electricity, et cetera. Is that a good or a service? Well, certainly it's a product that was made by a company, but a lot of services went into that as well. And it can be unclear as to whether it's a good or service, and that can make a big impact on how insurance covers the, the good or the service because there are policy exclusions that can apply. For example, um, there are often policy exclusions that exclude uh, the work performed by a contractor. So if, if the product or if, if offsite construction is considered a service, that could uh, in some cases preclude coverage, even though there are a lot of goods that are a part of that, of that unit. Okay. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll just, sorry, I'll add one more thing is that sure. um, it's important, it's important to try to define those terms and make sure that it's clear in the policy uh, as to whether these are considered goods and services and important to have that discussion ahead of time. Uh, are there, are there any other terms or aspects to ensuring an offsite construction project that, that tend to confuse people? I know I just named two, but I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah. Um, one that comes up pretty often is uh, the difference between design work and installation work. And again, on on an offsite construction project, you're going to have design components, um, designing the units, and you're going to have installation components, putting it together offsite and then also installing it when, once you get onsite. The, uh, the insurance products that respond to issues of installation versus design are, are two different policies. So you have a general liability policy or maybe a property policy that would deal with installation issues, but then you have a professional liability policy that applies to design issues. Um, so again, uh, being very clear about which aspects of the uh, project apply to which uh, activities is very important so that you don't end up in a situation where this, the general liability and professional insurers are pointing fingers at each other and you're the one who's left holding the bag. Um, the other term that I would mention is additional insured. Um, and an additional insured is, is an entity that is added to somebody else's insurance policy. Typically you'll see this where uh, an owner or general contractor is added to a subcontractor's insurance policy as an additional insured. We always highly recommend that owners and, and uh, contractors get added to, the, to their lower tier contractors' uh, insurance policies. But when you're dealing with an offsite insurer who's building their uh, products offsite, it can become a little bit murkier as to whether that type of coverage is available. When it comes to insuring an offsite construction project, what, what tends to be the biggest sticking point for insurance companies? You mentioned that offsite construction blurs the line, which it certainly does. Um, how can manufacturers and stakeholders help alleviate some of, these, some of that confusion on the front end? Well, the first thing I'll mention is that offsite construction is a benefit to insurance companies in a lot of ways because you have a climate controlled site where the construction is occurring. Um, you 
tend to have highly skilled workers who are um, working in a safer environment. There's no weather delays. There's no safety issues associated with weather. Insurance companies should love all of that because it's making the job less risky. That being said, there are a few risks that are that tend to be greater on a um, on an offsite construction project. The first one is tr obviously transportation. So rather than transporting goods like two by fours to the construction site, or maybe even some some prefabricated components, here you have entire units that are being loaded onto a train or a truck and shipped, sometimes several hundred miles to the construction site. The the risk of loss of those items is, is going to be much greater than losing uh, you know, a shipment of two by fours. So that's a, an important consideration. The other uh, additional risk that we see is the uh, increased use of cranes on the job site once the units have been delivered. Uh, oftentimes these projects require more crane work or cranes that can lift heavier loads. Um, and that is another aspect that you'd want to have a discussion with the insurance company to make sure that they are aware of the differing nature of this type of project. What are some best practices for offsite manufacturers and project stakeholders uh, when it comes to arranging for project insurance or perhaps modifying the plans that they have? So the first one and most important, I think, is to make sure you engage your brokers and insurers early in the process. Explain the, the differences between a traditional project in this one. And this is particularly important for a general contractor who does some uh, modular or offsite work, but it's not their entire practice. They might have a general liability policy that covers for all sorts of different projects. And they want to make you want to make sure that you're not going to get caught up in one of those exclusions that may or may not apply because of the unique nature of offsite construction. Um, my next recommendation is to extend coverage to the manufacturing facility if, if that's possible. Um, sometimes for very large projects, you'll have an insurance policy that is specific to that project site. It's uh, often called a owner-controlled insurance product. Uh, it would be worth a discussion to see if, if that policy can be extended to include loss or damage that occurs at the manufacturing facility as well. Third recommendation is um, if you are the offsite manufacturer, make sure that you have sufficient insurance, not only for building the product itself, but for transportation and any damage or injury that, that those products may cause throughout the life cycle of the project. And then finally, um, if you're the general contractor or owner or developer, make sure that the offsite manufacturer has sufficient coverage for those same losses and that uh, if possible, that you can be named as an additional insured on their policies. Uh, is, there, is there anything else that MBI members might need to consider when looking for uh, project insurance coverage? I would say to keep abreast of changes in the insurance marketplace. And again, this is why it's important to engage with your broker. Um, there are more and more products that are specific to modular construction that are available every year. So uh, keep up to date as to, as to what's available in the marketplace. Um, and then also just have a plan for when things go wrong. Uh, if, if there is a loss, um, who, who are the people that are going to be helping you through that process, um, putting together a team that is aware of uh, um, risk analysis and um, making sure that claims are brought properly and timely. And, and lastly, you mentioned that there are more products 
uh, available for modular construction, offsite construction. Is it your opinion that insurance companies are getting a little bit more hip to the offsite industry? They're understanding a bit more the, the, the ins and outs of how it works? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, it will take time, but, uh, and it will only grow as, as the offsite construction footprint gets larger. The products that are currently available tend to be for smaller projects, such as residential or maybe small multifamily projects. Um, and as we get farther and farther along, I think we'll see more larger projects that are, um, you know, that, that have tailored insurance uh, products available for uh, offsite construction as well. So any, any manufacturer or developer looking at a, at a hotel project or a large multifamily project definitely should check with their insurance providers first, if I, if I understand you correctly. Right. And, uh, you know, if products aren't available at this point, you know, maybe in a couple of years, something will be uh, available that, that makes sense. It does. Uh, very good. Thank you, Jevin. I really appreciate your time today. Uh, if anyone's interested in reaching out with questions, is that something they're able to do? Yes, definitely. Um, I, uh, my email address is jevin.binman at maslin.com. Um, I'm also uh, very active on LinkedIn. I'd love to, uh, to connect with you there. And I, I keep up with issues regarding offsite construction, insurance, um, as well as just general litigation issues. I'm very active on, on my uh, account there. Excellent. Well, I will, I will reach out and connect after this episode. My name is John McMullen, and this has been another episode of Inside Modular, the podcast for commercial modular construction. Until next time.